Okay, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Innovations in Education, eSchool News' podcast on the latest and greatest happenings in K-12 EdTech this week. I'm Kevin Hogan, and I'm glad you found us. This week, I'm going to highlight a number of fresh pieces of content posted to eSchool that sort of take the temperature of the EdTech space now that we have successfully climbed out of the pandemic madness of the past three years. Can you believe it? From learning loss data to cybersecurity to remote device management, All of these issues deserve some analysis in order to keep schools not only running, but thriving going forward. Let's dig in. First off, Dr. Melody Schopp, she's the Director of Education Industry Consulting at SAS, writes that now that we are equipped with a trove of valuable learning loss data, states can understand their own unique and evolving challenges. Here's an excerpt of what she writes. The National Assessment of Education Progress report card on learning loss was a sobering but not unexpected reckoning for how deeply and broadly the pandemic impacted student learning and achievement. Their state-level findings of drops in math and reading scores were followed by the release of the Education Recovery Scorecard, which leveraged that data to offer the first comparable view of district-level learning loss during the pandemic. This one-two punch confirms that COVID-19 learning loss was extensive and in some cases, even worse than expected. Recommendations on how to move forward are not in short supply, and for many, data lies at the heart of transitioning from learning loss to learning recovery. She goes on, state and district level learning loss data is critical, but learning recovery requires analysis of individual student level data. That's why attention is being paid to a dozen states that have been specifically tracking COVID learning loss all the way down to individual students. All told, the data from these states represented approximately 15 million students who participated in state assessment programs. The individual state analysis used students' entire available testing histories in all tested grades and subjects. In this approach, students are compared to themselves. So she goes on and goes into kind of great detail of how to use that data to your own individual district successes And she finishes up by saying, this is an opportunity to rethink, innovate, and transform education so that academic progress accelerates as the pandemic's educational effects wane. Her entire piece is really worth a read. Go up to the top news stories this week on eschoolnews.com and search for the title, Finding the Learning Loss Data Needed to Drive Learning Recovery. Next, Alan Jenkins, he's the Chief Information Security Officer and VP of Cybersecurity Consulting at Intervision, writes that IT leaders should leverage modern innovations like AI and machine learning to ensure data protection for faculty, staff, students, and the institution as a whole. Here's an excerpt. He writes, while the innovations surrounding AI and and machine learning enables ransomware attacks to become more sophisticated, It also helps IT leaders and school administrators combat these growing threats. The key is to implement these technologies sooner than later and follow through on long-term maintenance. But where to start? According to our research, most business leaders feel that ransomware is the top threat to security, but they need help determining the best approach to securing their systems. Many want to move fast to patch an immediate threat and fix more significant issues later, But the reality is, a holistic approach to cybersecurity requires both methods. Alan goes on to detail 
the importance of district leaders addressing this critical issue facing schools and summarizes it thusly, with early implementation and the right partner, administrators and IT teams can focus more on initiatives that impact the lives and education of students, faculty, and staff, and less on dealing with the cyber breaches and ransomware attacks. And that's something that they have to deal with all the time anyway. It's time for education leaders to review their options as ransomware will only continue to rise in 2023. Another unfortunate but you know important reality. And this is important analysis for any EdTech leader. Check out the piece in its entirety up on the homepage at eSchool News under the title, Education Must Keep Pace with Evolving Ransomware. I had the chance last week to discuss these issues and more with Warren Young. He's the area vice president of sales for Absolute Software. And Kobe Gurr, he's the general manager for Lenovo Software, who have been working with districts around the country for more than 20 years. And more importantly, working these past three years during the pandemic to assist leaders in pivoting to this new reality of managing schools and what is a post-COVID world. Here's a snippet of the conversation. Another aspect, again, BP versus AP, I, I would probably ask the question of you, Warren, like how important actually is the idea of device geolocation? Uh, my instinct as a parent maybe might be as like, that's maybe a little bit intrusive about exactly where that device is at any given time, whether you know if it's in the house or if it's in the library or you say it's, it's in the Starbucks. Talk a little bit about that particular aspect of the data and how important geolocation has become when it comes to the management of these devices. Yeah, just to be clear, Kevin, that's a feature that you can use or not use. So if, if that that's is an issue for parents that, you know, that doesn't need to be utilized, our feeling is we're not technically tracking students or tracking the device, but I completely understand the correlation that, that you can you can look at for both. Although as a parent myself, I like to know where my kids are. Um, and yep. usually that's the phone, right? I'm, I'm pretty always until they turn off their their location. They're, they're sneaky. I have teenagers. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it's certainly a, a nice thing to have. The, the geolocation feature is good for a, a number of things, one of which can be, you know, where these devices traveling to, whether that be within a district or a school um, or a city or a state or even a country, having some information that you can use to report on, whether you alert on and say, hey, this machine maybe shouldn't be in this particular location at this particular time. Is this something I need to go in and investigate? So you have a, you know, if you have machines that are calling in the out of country, it could be someone on vacation, could be, uh, you know, something non-nefarious, but it could be as well. So it gives you that information around really the knowledge of what's happening with those devices really anywhere. And we don't use the, the same technology that cellular companies would use for phones. Obviously, we're going to be using things like IP and, and geolocation uh, via any method that, that Google would use, really. So anything to do with IP. So as that device gets online, we can track the IP address and, and map that uh, fairly well, um, which is really how we do that. The, the other side of it is, and this is something that we don't sell to, this is not something that is part of our any of our feature set, because we have a good, better, best. Uh, product, but we're we're seeing uh, or a larger amount of requests to help track students that are 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 missing, and we're happy to help with that. We have again going back to our the CompuTrace days, we have a, a a group of ex law enforcement that work with local law enforcement when these devices are tracked in a in a lost environment. We what we don't want is we don't want school districts or administrators going to a place where they suspect a machine is. 
you can go up online to eschoolnews.com and go under the webinar tab to hear the full conversation under the title, Current Challenges and Trends in K-12 Education. So that about wraps it up for this episode. Be sure to check back on eschoolnews.com for all the latest and greatest news and analysis for what's happening in the EdTech space. Remember, eSchool is always free and always helping innovative educators just like you. Until next time, I'm Kevin Hogan for eSchool News.